Hermes draw near, and to my prayer incline, in arts gymnastic, and in fraud divine. Dire weapon of the tongue which men revere, be present, Hermes, in thy self-claimed here. Welcome to Third Eye Bind, episode 43, Fire. Welcome back to Third Eye Bind. Welcome. Welcome back. This week we are still distanced, <laughs> but together in spirit. But together. <laughs> together at heart. Together at heart. Um, so I want to do a little check-in? Yeah. I saw an earth spirit. An earth spirit? I did. Tell us all about it, please. Well, I will tell, not show because this was a pretty wild experience. Mm -hmm. I went on a hike, I was in the Pacific Northwest. When I hike, some, I like to touch the trees along the way and like commune and thank them. Mm. Just kind of make sure I, I don't know, I, I went up to this peak and I was just chilling for a little bit, like really feeling really grounded. And on the way back down, I caught a glimpse of a face in a tree. Mm -hmm. The face was being created it was like illuminated by light, the sun, mm -hmm. and there was branches going through and making a shadow and it looked like a face and it was, mm -hmm. it was a face and it was showing itself to me in that way. And how I know that is the feeling I got from it was different from just seeing like a, like a spider web in the sun glistening or something like it was like mm -hmm. intended to show itself in that way. Mm, and I caught, itself. I caught like mm -hmm. video and stuff and I'm not going to share it online or whatever, but I will show you and a few other people because I'll, yeah. I'll text it to you. But it was, I can't wait to see. So that was a good time. I went and spent time with my mom and kayaked and mm. I held the toad and it was, it was nice. You got to hold a toad? I got was the, that a moment for I you? I got to hold a really big bullfrog and <sighs> it was, it was so, oh my God, it was so cool. The rest I of the experience that. was fucking weird and insane. And I'll tell you about that another time too. Um, but yeah, it was it was like some Tiger King shit gone wrong. <laughs> Things were not what they seemed. Not a so, hello, not a fuck you. It was weird. I will tell you about that. Um, Mike said it's Tiger King. It was Tiger King masquerading as a sanctuary for animals. Yeah, I feel like a lot of those sanctuaries are that way, God. unfortunately. I yeah. Googled it as we were in the parking lot. Um, it's like, well, we gotta go, we gotta go. <laughs> My mom took me, it was, it was wild. <laughs> I'll share details later. So that was fun. Um, Fascinating. What else is new? How are you doing? I'm doing well. What you said about your hike reminded me of one of my favorite parts about visiting Awani Yosemite mm. is that mm. on the way in, at least if you're going through the El Portal entrance, you go through all of these, you have to cross a couple of bridges. And along the bridges, one side is the Merced River and on the other side are these big rock formations. And my favorite thing 
is as we arrive before each bridge, I like leave an offering for the spirits so that we can cross well and be welcomed. And when you look at the rocks, you can see the faces forming, like their noses, mm-hmm. their eyes, their brow bones, their mouths. And I just think that's so magical and special and something that you miss if you aren't open to see yeah. it. And it's really cool. It's really cool. Yeah. After I saw that face, that illuminated face, I swear to you, every tree I looked at on the way down from this hike had a f- expression and a face like a specific and my my brother and my mom were like way ahead of me and I was just like like touching them like they're probably like this bitch this fucking bitch they're like okay my mom's into it but my brother's like all right okay so bunny I freak out because I'm from the city so whatever it's exciting it was it was really it was really a beautiful I needed to see that moment so it was, magic is real magic is real mm-hmm. magic's real well and what's real is that we have merch now so yes, that's a thing we, we have, have merch. merch you can shop it via our youtube page right yeah it should be right down here if you're watching on youtube or else okay. it'll be linked in the show notes so yeah we, we should link merch. it on our website too it'll be linked everywhere, everywhere. it's linked everywhere, everywhere. instagram yes. you can find it and, and Patreon. Your purchases help support this show, this independent podcast to continue doing what we do. Yes. And you love what we do, so why not? And if you're looking for a way to support us consistently every month, we invite you to please check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash third eye bind where you will find some really cool tiers where you can sign up to contribute to the show every month and i think there's like stickers involved yes i have at this point shipped out all of your stickers so Mm -hmm. if you join the ten dollar up tier you will get sent within a few weeks some really cool stickers from me when i noticed that there's a new patron a sticker pack Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) so yay so please support our independent podcast help us keep the lights on the cameras rolling and yeah, tell a friend about us too while it's you're It's a good at it. way to be like, oh, what's that tea about? Oh, it's well, it's third eye bind. It's third eye bind. <laughs> third eye bind, guys. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> well, what are we talking about this week, Laura? We are talking about fire. 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 Dun, 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 dun. Yes, we are continuing with our elemental, well, our elements series. Yes. Last season, we did a show on water, and it was really cool. <laughs> yeah, so each season, we're going to hit one of the episodes uh, with a element. Mm-hmm. So this season's element is fire. Yes, and I'm curious what the cards have to say Yes. about this, this week. That's it, okay. What will it be? It's never something we expect. No, it's not. I pulled the five of wands. Yes! (laughs) Before this, I was like, this better be wands. (laughs) I pulled the five of wands. wands! I'm excited. And I think this is interesting because... Oh, this is what it sounds like when Drebs cry. It's, it's Prince. But the Five of Wands 
is a card of struggle. It's a card of struggle. Hmm. And fire is an element that we both rely on as humans, Mm -hmm. but cannot be truly controlled or contained by us. It's a dual element. Mm -hmm. And maintaining the balance of our relationship with fire can be challenging. Kind of reminds me of how, you know, indigenous people in the Americas used to do controlled burns. Controlled burns. Because there are certain parts of the forest, there are certain trees, I think it's evergreens, where the pine cones, which hold the seeds, can only, the seeds can only pop out and replant themselves if they get hot enough to open up and Mm. release the seeds. So like fire is actually very much necessary in order to have the continuation of the legacy of the forest, right? Yeah. Fire is also one of those things when we as human beings make choices that are out of alignment with nature and earth, Fire can cause incredible destruction. Yeah. Incredible destruction. Incredible destruction. And that's happening right now in Maui mm-hmm. at the time we're recording this. And mm-hmm. in an unprecedented like ecological situation that's just mm-hmm. the warming of the planet. Yeah. Is fire energy. Mm-hmm. You know, fire just is destructive. And those burn the controlled burns that you mentioned, like we're not when we don't listen to wisdom of our mm-hmm. elders and like the earth's elders, which are the indigenous people, bad shit happens because those people lived in harmony with these things for so long that when we eradicated their systems, it threw things off balance, right? So like those mm-hmm. controlled burns are necessary for that and also to, to clear away wildfires. to clear away the excess so they strategically burn things mm-hmm. so that they prevent something from going nuts Mm -hmm. you know and it's yeah yeah and i think like one of the most frustrating things about the conversation around the fire in maui at least what i'm seeing a lot in like the news the standard news is that like this is like an environmental disaster and it's like no this is a colonial disaster yeah it's not like, caused by just random the earth doing it no <laughs> there are reasons why mm-hmm. it comes from the way like land is treated and people are treated in the systems that we exist under today the exploitation of the land that we live on and so i do think this is actually a really perfect mm-hmm hard because when we are working with fire we have to be cognizant of yes it has this ability to light up our lives and light up our worlds and warm our hearts but it also has the the power to destroy things in a way that goes so far beyond our control Mm -hmm. and ability to stop it yeah it's mm-hmm. it can be really scary and painful. Mm-hmm. I mean, all the elements and that, you know, the earth is not just good and love and light. The earth mm-hmm. is destructive and Mother Nature is aggressive in that way. Mm-hmm. And it can be, but it, it it's this vast like 
spectrum of situations, right? Like air, when it's out of control, could be a mm-hmm. tornado, like water can be a flood, a tsunami, the combination <laughs> of the elements or a, hur- mm-hmm. or a hurricane, which yeah, we dealt with a hurricane at my house was, was not that great. Of, it wasn't that mm-hmm. powerful of a hurricane, but yeah, it was more was of a scared. tropical storm. Did you feel the earthquake? Yeah. Yeah. I did. I did. It was fascinating. Mike didn't feel it. Few days. <laughs> Mike was outside and I was trying to call him like, babe, is that earthquake? Like, and I'm not mad scared because like I'm from California. Yeah, we're from here. I've been through so many, but Mike's like next level because he was in the 89 quake in San Francisco. So he's not scared of them at all. I'm like, I get under the yeah. table like a good little Samaritan. Like how they taught us. Like how they taught <laughs> us. Cool. I do. And then Mike's like Duck and cover. Uh-huh. making a grilled cheese. And I'm like, yeah. get under the fucking table. <laughs> yeah. Brian lives he's through like, the Northridge no, cool. earthquake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they he's also. They're built different. Like, yeah. San Francisco people are built differently when it comes to earthquakes. For sure. For sure. Yes. I would love to hear a little bit about your relationship to fire when it comes to magic. It's always present. I think that candles, I mean, obviously, what's the way to maintain fire is to put it on a something that'll burn consistently. Mm-hmm. I think candles, I mean, I have candles tattooed on my arm. Like, <laughs> candles to me are like, if I had to pick one thing to just use forever and ever for a spell, it would be a candle, a lit candle. Mm. It's just, every, it's everything can be all the elements are sort of present for for this like for a candle um in terms of me as a person that's sort of where i go when i think of like Mm. what's in my chart you know Mm. i do have sagittarius saturn and then one that's like uranus or some shit like that that's there forever and i get bored with those because they're like i'm like well everyone's got that you know, in my generation or whatever, the year you were born where it's present for like seven years. I'm like, well, yeah, whatever. Like generational <laughs> astrology signs yeah. or planets. Uh, we really need to get an astrologer on this show like ASAP because I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Um, but yeah, I think I aspire. I think fire is there. I think I think it gets out of control for me a little bit. I don't have a lot of fire in my chart, but. I have a lot of air. Mm. Fire and air <laughs> get a lot out of hand. <laughs> if you mm-hmm. put them together, they can go whew. And like, I definitely have that, you know, side of my personality, I guess, if you want to be <laughs> literal. It's been associated with me like in a weird way my entire life because I'm a redhead. It's like fire crotch, you know, like things like that. <laughs> like, just, and I do have a fire crotch. So. <laughs> It's very pretty. I do have red pubes. For everyone out there wondering, I do. Can I can carry. Lauren has confirmed it here. Here today. You hear it first. Because uh, everyone's wondering. Uh, I carry the redhead gene. So I am soulless and fiery and a witch. And I have freckles, so I'm a demon. So there we go. Um... I have checks all the boxes. I think it's something I aspire to be. Like fire for me 
is like confidence. Like mm. it's it's like a constant burn, like a, the the thing that burns bright, like your passion, like your the things that mm -hmm. seem to dwindle for me when I feel like not great about myself or not good about what I'm doing. And like as an entrepreneur and a person that's like works for themselves and has to do a lot of jobs, like I I could use more of it a lot of the time because mm -hmm. I am it's not my predominant element at all. It's definitely, mm -hmm. it's like, eh, you're kind of a bitch sometimes. Swords. We'll throw the Saturn in there. That's sort of where it comes out. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's like, eh, you're kind of sassy. Like the queen of swords. <laughs> Here you go. Whatever. <laughs> Even though that's, swords are air, right? Mm -hmm. well, that tracks too. But yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's never, it's sort of the last element that I'm very earthy. I'm very like, I want to hunker down and like do the things mm -hmm. I do and I think fire is like yeah it can spread and like sorry it can spread and hurt you but it mm -hmm. can also spread and inspire you and like mm -hmm. keep you going and like clear out shit that you don't need and like you know just burning bridges you know like mm -hmm. that kind of stuff mm -hmm. so I think it's aspirational mm -hmm. for me mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. yeah what about you I agree. Fire is very aspirational for me. Um, whenever I pull cards about myself and the direction that I'm moving, I always pull the Queen of Wands, the Queen of Wands. And I'm mm. like, I want I want to be them. <laughs> You're like, I would like that. Yes, please. I would love that. Yes, please. Yeah. Because, you know, wands are the suit of our inspiration, our passion, the inherent drive to be alive in these bodies in this lifetime and the queen of wands like radiate radiates such confidence and certainty yeah. in this energy like wands are also the suit of sensuality and sexuality and passion and like she's just got this big warm like i don't look for things the things i need come looking yeah. for me type of vibe and i think that's fucking cool because my chart is all water and air yeah, so we are we'll rock you like a hurricane <laughs> yeah <laughs> all water and air i have a lot of cancer in my chart i don't want to leave the house i'm very happy imagining things in my head and never doing that's them. a gemini it's extremely trait. satisfying that's such a gemini thing to do <laughs> yeah. I can imagine a whole situation and then like that's good I actually don't have to do anything and that's so it's funny. funny because my partner is an Aries and has a fire dominant chart and so like oh, I tell him all the time nice. if it wasn't for you B like we wouldn't do anything right like I am so no, content feel that. being at home yeah. and and not leaving but if it wasn't for you like we wouldn't have all of these awesome experiences that mm -hmm. I can't think of or pull off by myself that's for sure and so I'm, yeah. I'm grateful to have that balance in our household um but yeah nice. fire is also very aspirational for me <laughs> when it comes to like magic fire fire is an important part of my spiritual practice in that part of the altars that we maintain we have to have a white candle on all of them mm -hmm. and these candles are things that we continue to tend to as they burn and mm -hmm. the candles are symbols for both warmth that we offer to our good spirits and like lighting the way leading them to us through their light which i think is really 
pretty and magical. Um, for magic, I guess I, you know, I'm like, I don't do a lot of candle spells, but that's not true. I just don't cast a lot of spells in general. Yeah. I try to like, we talk about this a lot. Yeah. Like if you're living the life, you're the way you mm -hmm. should be, you don't really have to cast a lot of spells. No. But I've been better about at least these last few months, every new moon, because I'm trying to do a big thing. So I got to repeat the candle yeah. spells constantly. Yeah. But I really love like creating these altars around the candle in the center mm -hmm. and just like making it kind of a show, which mm -hmm. I think is also very fire energy mm -hmm. <laughs> to be like super extra, kind of like Leo Sag vibes. Yeah. yeah. Very vibey. Um, so I love fire as a way to bring desires into fruition, to bring desires into reality. I think it's a really beautiful compliment for when you're wanting to accomplish something big and you're making the moves in the real world. Yeah. Like light that flame. Yes. If you're feeling like you need motivation, confidence, consistency, mm -hmm. like energy. Candles. Like, I don't know. Candles, they're just amazing. <laughs> yeah. Like, we're all yeah. very, very tired and mm -hmm. I've been a little depressed. And, you know, mm -hmm. it's, just like even just wearing red right now i feel more energized like yeah you do? Let's <laughs> the red lips yeah, yeah like, like all of it makes a difference yeah so it's mm -hmm. it does it it goes into glamour too like the color red you know red lips like mm -hmm. there's something about the pigment of red in nature that just catches your eye it just i'm sure there's mm -hmm. a reason i'm not like a scientist but you know Red is a stop sign. Red means one, the red is there to get your attention. Absolutely. It's captivating. How we use it in our societies. It's there. It draws your eye in, you mm -hmm. know, and that's consistent with like fire lighting the way. I, I have to tell you about this um, documentary. There's a series called Unknown on Netflix mm -hmm. and one's about like killer robots what an ai and shit but one <laughs> not is, killer robots <laughs> oh. one is about um this archaeological dig that they did in africa where you know hominid species are found and our earliest ancestors of human the human race are found the i mean womb like of creation a yeah womb of creation is in africa and like they found in a cave this new hominid species that was uh, related to us. Cool. They're smaller. Cool. They predate, like, there's, I don't forgot what, like, they're, like, old, old, like, pre-Neanderthal old. And something that old typically doesn't use tools or bury mm. the dead or have spiritual thought, they think, because their brains are so small, right? Because we we typically um, associate brain size with things like that, like intelligence, yeah. high, humanistic, advanced humanistic qualities. Mm -hmm. And what they found was that they dated these bones and like put together this little skeleton with this tiny brain, but the skeleton was buried deep in this cave. I mean, like, you had to, 
you didn't just walk in there and yes, they intentionally buried their dead and they were like, holy Mm -hmm. shit, that changes the way we think about brain size. That's the way we think about what it means to be human. Like when those things came, it was, it was a really cool documentary Mm. and it's really beautiful because they're talking about like what it means to be human and like what afterlife and spiritual thoughts, like what, how instinctive that is. But the crazy thing is that it's a pitch dark cave and it's like this, you walk up to this like ledge and then it goes mm. like very narrow down into this mm. chamber. And in that chamber was where the people were buried. So they had to have some sort of light. So they had to have some sort of light. So what I think a lot of like ancient civilization cultures would do is like light a fire and then go light another fire with that fire and then go light another and make a trail mm-hmm. of fire in order to see which in itself is like an advanced ass thing to do is to make fire mm-hmm. in order to get to this cave. So it's this whole series of like them figuring out all this advanced shit they had to do in order to go and bury like one person. They had to go through all this trouble, but like, and like why? And it's just like, what? It was just really fascinating, but mm. fire came into it. Like our, our instinct to understand that like fire is life and light and like, that's so, it's just mm-hmm. crazy. It was really beautiful and made me think about fire in a way that like when you light fire, you're seeing things in a totally different light, literally. Like if you're in the pitch dark Mm -hmm. world and you light fire, like you're seeing shadows, you're seeing everything differently. Mm -hmm. And it's, Mm -hmm. it's just sort of like that too when we, it's a mood, it's a vibe. And it's different for us because we have like electricity and all these advanced modern- Ring lights. Ring lights. <laughs> Selfie sticks with ring lights. <laughs> but it's almost like the 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 reverse of that for us because we're so like spoiled with electricity mm-hmm. that when we turn the lights out and light a candle, it creates like this really interesting ambiance that was probably just like a normal ass night to those people do you know what I mean like it's yeah the way we yeah. even like our relationship with light and fire is so advanced that like taking it away and and making it really simplistic is like spooky or like frightening, frightening. Yeah. yeah like t- it's very interesting mm-hmm. but yeah that reminds me of this thing that I saw about like ancient cave drawings and how they look really simplistic with like all of the archaeological light floodlights and shit but like i can't remember what documentary i was watching this one person realized that if you turn off all the lights and use fire instead the pictures move god like you can see the animals moving and the people moving in the pictures so even though they seem really simple at first with all of this advanced lighting when you take it way back and use the really simple fire candlelight um you see just how complex these images really are and i think that is a really cool way to think about fire as this way not not light itself but fire specifically as this way to connect with what's otherwise unseen yeah let's talk about fire scrying and smoke mm -hmm. scrying for a sec it's Mm -hmm. that fire is move it moves fire dances dances. fire dances it's not like a stagnant bowl of water that you're Mm -hmm. scrying into when you scry with fire you see shit 
mm-hmm. real easily because of all the movement and the smoke and there's just a lot going on with it mm-hmm. you know there's Air. a lot of intensity even in just one little flame yes like and the way that you know people read some people read candle flame movements or like mm-hmm. it'll react to just i don't know things and air and like something i like to do is if you, if i like a fire pit or something and take a picture of a candle or take a picture of the fire and then look at it and see what i see you know mm-hmm. like it's very it's really interesting and beautiful and like dimensional like fire is very yeah. vibrant mhm it reminds me of how when I do candle magic and I first light the flame, it's small. But the more that I talk to it and pray over it and like share my intentions and energy with it, like all of a sudden the fire just grows and grows and grows. And like maybe there's a scientific ex- explanation for that. But like to me, yeah, that's magic. Like that is real magic to but see. Science, science is magic too. Science so is that, magic. Just explained yeah. by dudes in white coats. Mm-hmm. 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 Something else that it made me think of as you were talking is all of the stories that exist across the globe about how humans came to have relationship with fire and how there's always a trickster spirit Mm -hmm. who's the one who brings it to them like prometheus stole fire from olympus and brought it down to the humans and there's the story of the crow who brings fire and the sun to humans and the sun the sun really is our life force right Mm -hmm. like we can't exist without the sun and that's a giant ball a fire. A fire. Yeah. <laughs> and that's so cool. But if it it's gets so out of cool. control, which it kind of, because of us, it kind of mm-hmm. is. Or if you fly too close to the sun. Icarus. Like Icarus, if you fly oh. too close to it, your wings melt. There was a, there was a sculpture forest that I went to where there's, cool. some of them were like kind of ugly, but... <laughs> They were, I'm sorry, but like some of them are really cool. Like I turned the corner and there was like a T-Rex carved out of a fallen tree just sitting there. I was like, holy shit. But there was, and there was like a wire sculpture of a unicorn, like glistening, like a, like a spider web in the, in the tree. Anyway, it's this trail you go on and you come across these things. And there was, it was, it said Icarus was here. That's what it was called. And it was a bunch of wings, like metal wings, like fallen and it was so cool and it just reminded me of that like that's really neat yeah it was mm. cool yes something else that came to mind you said something earlier about fire cleansing things yeah like burning bridges and like yeah, getting rid of bridges. no longer what you need uh-huh. yeah i like to and burn there's things. there's this passage in the bible uh <gasps> the where Bible. john the baptist the bible the big book of Bible, uh, <laughs> where John the Baptist tells people of Christ's coming. And he says, where I baptize you in water, he will baptize you in fire. Hot. And fire really is. It's so hot. <laughs> like, ow. Uh, <laughs> They're like, tell me promise. when. Promise? <laughs> Pretty please. You promise? <laughs> um, but, f- you know, water has its own ability to be rough for sure oh yeah but this idea of purification through fire is really fucking cool really fucking magical because when you think about like sand turning into glass 
Mm. that happens through fire mm. or even uh when it comes to precious metals we melt them down and purify them in the fire yeah. so Ceramics. that we can separate them exactly like, a kiln. Mm -hmm. like we become reborn through fire in ways that aren't necessarily possible through water and one of the shamanic tools that I learned from one of my teachers, Erika Buenaflor, is walking through, when we lead people th through a trance journey, we can walk them through these chambers of flames. And the first are these violet fires. And it is in these violet fires that we offer up whatever it is we're ready to release. Like, these are the things we're intentionally ready to let go of, and you give it to the fire. And then you walk through the chamber of the white fires and the white flames are the ones that are like we see the stuff you're not ready to let go of and we're going to clear that away next mm -hmm. and there's this like deeply purifying experience that comes through energetically walking through these flames and on the way back out you walk through them again and like you are reborn you are reborn through fire mm -hmm. and like that's fucking cool and kind of scary but exciting i think it's really like neat mm -hmm. you can also get like a this is like you can get a laser treatment on your skin and it will re <laughs> it does like i've yeah. done that like Holy ipl yeah. ipl it'll it'll uh you know it burns this i guess the first few layers of your fucking face and then you renew the youth comes back. You. Like there are beauty treatments with fire, like lasers mm. and things like that. There are light shows with fire lasers and all that stuff. Like yeah. there's, it's purification through fire sounds cool. Mm -hmm. Right? Like that's when you need, it also helps me. I feel like I need that. Reframe the idea of hell. Mm -hmm. Right? Like if. I was going to say, hell, it sounds like the rings of. The rings, the circles Mordor, of hell. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Or Mordor, Mordor <laughs> you know I mean? is a big fiery lava-filled cavern. You have Absolutely. to throw the ring. The way you're going to destroy the one ring is the to throw it in the fire. The only way you can purify the energy is to throw it in the flames of Mordor. Yeah, right. Absolutely, though. And um, I could throw it in the lake of Eldonquin or whatever. Like, <laughs> mm -hmm. well, and like, okay, if it's, just gonna, if, it's still be going to be there. It's still going to be there. <laughs> like the heart of the ocean, still yeah. going to be there. It might, it might cleanse it. Yeah. but it won't destroy it no which is interesting and when we think of christianized hell this mm. idea of hell being this place full of flames is it really a punishment or is it a place where folks who were unable to reconcile their unkind or even evil behaviors to be purified and reborn into somebody who maybe gives a shit about creation, yeah. gives a shit about other people. Maybe yeah. it's not so much about being flogged by fucking little demons. Maybe it's a baptism in its own right, a maybe. rebirth in its own right. I think there are certain things that can only be purified through the strength of fire. And when like you are so invested in wickedness, like that maybe fire is the exact type of cleansing and clearing you need to be reborn in a way where you can 
be appreciative of the world that around you kind mm -hmm. to the world around you I'm i laughing don't know because uh you think that's why they like burned witches they drowned them too <laughs> but um and hung them well they did a lot of things <laughs> to purify them but maybe that maybe that was part of like i don't know their maybe. religious uh that's the way you just did someone dirty you really wanted to hurt because that's a slow and painful well, i don't know slow but it's painful getting I burned feel like alive that's the spanish awful. were just really into torture <laughs> yeah i think <laughs> by any means just, yeah the european <laughs> but it could hunts. be yeah it could be like it could have something to do with like the idea of purifying a soul and while we know that like most probably all arguably all of the people who were murdered, burned yeah. during the witch trials weren't evil at all. They were no. healers. Definitely not in Salem. And most midwives. people were just, yeah. We'll talk about um, that in our Jews. witch trials episode. Yeah, exactly. We'll get more into but that. I'll do some research on the methods. It kind of makes me they, wonder, yeah, yeah, if they were trying to burn out the heresy, which is not what Jesus Christ was all about. <laughs> they probably were just like, well, they associate fire with evil. So they're probably like, eh, it goes together. To the flames of hell. To like, the flames. Uh, uh, what's that But then there's cultures that... Traumatizing. Like, like in Star Wars, they burn the Jedi. Yeah. And it's a sign of honor. Like and I think in some of yeah. South Asian and cultures. And Nordic, I believe. Yeah, funeral pyres. Yeah, funeral mm -hmm. pyres. Like, and it's a way to release the soul yeah. from the body. Yeah. And that's like... Yeah, that's how magical. I want to go. I always tell yes. Mike, that's how... And you hear here hear first. A lot about me today on this podcast. Mm -hmm. Uh... Yeah, I want to be, like, burned in a pyre in a way that, like, no one will ever forget me. Because <laughs> it's ashes messed to up to see. I want to traumatize people at my... <laughs> at your funeral? <laughs> yeah. I want you to find on Fiverr or whatever, no, Task Rabbit. Find, like, a Task Rabbit, like, pseudo-Wiccan priestess. I really don't care. Just... <laughs> and then light me on fire and push me into the ocean. <laughs> And do three Hail Marys and call it a day. I don't give a shit. Just mix them all up. I want to mix. mix and match. <laughs> and you'll never forget that shit. I and do I'll love live the idea. in your memory. <laughs> I'm going to live forever. <laughs> I'm going to put it in my will. I don't care. I do love the idea of a funeral pyre. I think it's really beautiful. It is beautiful. Cool. Yeah. The, That's like, how they do it the on spirit. Supernatural, too. <laughs> they burn the demons well they burn the when the hunt the hunt the what the hell they call themselves when the good guys die mm. they burn them on a on a pyre like yeah yeah it's a whole i aspect. think it's kind of cool so like the it whole body turns right to, to me and that's probably yeah. how my ancestors did it one of them Mm -hmm. And that's probably why I have the urge to be burned when I die. Not mm -hmm. cremated. Like, I want people to see it happen. It's an event. It's an event. It's yeah. like an Evite. Like, let's... Yeah. There will be cocktails. There's a cocktail party. <laughs> burn. Push out into the ocean. Orgy. Yeah. I don't know. Absolutely. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Which reminds me, speaking of orgies... Oh, <laughs> Um, it kind of reminds me of Februalia, which was a fire rite or ceremony in ancient Rome. 
And it was basically like the mating game. Like it was all about fucking. Like it was about oh. orgy, hooking up, partnering, and like there's a big flame that happened in the center of it. And it was also like a purification yeah. ceremony. And so like the connection between fire and sensuality is really cool too. That's probably why the the church doesn't like it and associates it with evil too because it has to do with pleasure and fire and trickster and (laughs) boning and yeah all the fun pleasures in life Mm -hmm. everything's connected i swear and when you think of wands wands are pretty phallic in the tarot they're just like giant boners (laughs) big old boners big old boner What was the, what were we talking about? Was it the the trickster episode where we were talking about like the shrines to Hermes? Yeah, were just and big, his giant big old penises. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Yes. And you go the direction that it's pointing. It's all South. Right this way. West. East. <laughs> yeah. I want that. You know how people have uh, weather vanes on the top of their roofs? Yeah, you're just going to Hermes dick. I want Hermes dicks. <laughs> Just spinning around in the yeah. wind. <laughs> I'm gonna take up metal arts and uh, just do that. Just sell them on Etsy. It's fine. Honestly, sounds lucrative to me. It sounds Who's very gonna... lucrative. Spirit Halloween's not gonna knock that shit off. That's for sure. <laughs> Cut to they have a plastic version of my Hermes. Hermes dick, dick earrings. <laughs> New business plan: make things no one will ever steal because it's fucking wild. <laughs> I'm into it. Please make a Hermes dick weather vane. <gasps> I can make, oh. I'm going to make a Hermes dick weather vane pin for our third eye bind shop that spins. Yes, please do. Oh my God. Oh, I want yes. it. Okay. And that moment where you were like, <gasps> yeah, that idea. was, that was in. That's fire. That's fire. That's fire. So energy. I guess I do use more fire That's than Wands I energy. think because it's creative mm-hmm. energy. I do actually. Mm-hmm. And you know and what? Saturn's is- like the ruler of like business, I think. Mm-hmm. I think it's like business or like something like that. Again, we need an astro- we need an astrologist just sitting here on hand. Right now it's my dog. But like Hermes is the spirit yeah. of merchantry. Well, one of yeah. them. And trade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like, yeah, the the planet, whatever, the planet that I have fire in my chart, I think is that. So that mm. makes sense. Interesting. Yes. Well, and also like, I think sometimes we're hot on ourselves when we're not constantly coming up with new ideas, new ideas, new ideas, especially when we live in this like oh, God. Amazon yeah. Prime, like TikTok viral world where we yeah. constantly need to be churning out content rather than art (laughs) it's about content and the truth is like no one can stay in fire all the time forever it's just not possible it's not healthy you burn out you burn out yeah burning out like that is a phrase we hear a lot right now and like it's no coincidence that we're using this phrase rather than like washed out washed Um, up Washed you need up. something different. <laughs> Washed you're up. aired out. Um, you're aired out. <laughs> no, you're burnt out because you're burnt out. we light we like light the candle on both ends, and then we wind up with nothing left to give, no energy to actually create anything that we feel 
confident and excited about. Mm, That's the key. Mm -hmm. We can create bullshit all day, but to create something you feel confident and excited about is where you don't feel like you're living a soulless, Mm -hmm. repetitive existence. I'm talking about myself. A soulless, Mm -hmm. repetitive existence, especially with turning out content. Like all my fall stuff that I'm dropping, I really love. You can tell too. And I took a, I didn't do any bullshit ideas. Like I really, I just told myself I'm making less things. I want to make things that are important to me. Mm -hmm. And like, that's how I feel joy is like being a creative person and continue and seeing things I birth out, be enjoyed Mm -hmm. and come to life. That's just what I do. And how I I maintain happiness Mm-hmm. And when it gets, it's hard when I get burnt out because there's still expectations that I can't meet in the same mm-hmm. way. And when I get something, I'm like, oh, I'm excited about this. Like that helps, mm-hmm. but it's just this constant, like it's never enough. It's never enough. What I'm doing is mm-hmm. never enough because I do all the things, mm-hmm. most of the things. And it's just mm-hmm. never, it's never going to be enough or perfect or enough followers or enough orders or enough money it's never going to be that and what I'm trying to like you asked me how I was earlier and I was like I am grateful for what I have and I said it sarcastically (laughs) but like I literally have been Mm -hmm. trying to let the candle burn slowly and Mm. like just or put out some of the other candles and just have a very simplistic Mm -hmm. altar space alter within myself like just a very I need to go back to basics and realize Mm -hmm. like what I'm grateful for what I have because there's so many little fires everywhere Mm -hmm. in my brain that I have you know it's it's hard to like contend to all of them at once you can't yeah you can't and it's Mm -mm. just you can't and that's a coping mechanism that I'm trying to imbue Mm -hmm. and actually believe yeah. For myself. So. I think something a lot of neurodivergent folks have in common is that like we go through these seasons where we have so many ideas, so many ideas, so many ideas. Thank and you. there's so much energy going into the like receiving of these ideas, experiencing these ideas that as they're all coming out, we're like, but how am I going to do it? How am I going to, how am I going to do all of it? And we think that like, if we don't get it done right now, it'll never happen mm-hmm. because we forget things. <laughs> um, yeah. But or someone's going to take the idea someone's or gonna take it. the idea will just, and it's true. Sometimes you have to capture what you need to capture, but yeah. I do believe that what's meant to go to you will, will sort of come to well, you. And you know what, just because somebody does it doesn't mean that you can't no it does not because if you're doing it in your way yeah in a true to you way it's not going to be the same thing and that's okay it's just the Um, capitalistic like mm -hmm, i gotta do it it, 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 oh my god Mm -hmm. it's like the amount of time this is like totally logistical but like the amount of time it takes for me to plan produce design produce photograph list a fucking collection is like for like it's already almost it's like too late for the holiday season right now almost if i wanted mm-hmm. to make something like the amount of time i have to work i'm just like on a little treadmill like ee like the amount mm-hmm. of which the speed and the amount of things i have to do is like a lot mm-hmm. 
and it's a lot for a lot of people and it's we're like little hamsters on little i feel like a hamster on a wheel mm-hmm. and i'm tired i want to just go in my cave and like sleep or die sometimes mm-hmm. honestly mm-hmm. and it's that's where i'm at and it's like i have to force myself to like simplify my thoughts mm-hmm. and keep like just less fire Mm-hmm. like the fire that matters does that make sense like keep the keep yeah. the energy that matters like stoke what you can controlled a little bit mm-hmm. stoke what yes. you can yeah it's crazy mm-hmm. it's a lot it's a lot for a lot of people right now and it's fire yeah. be interested to see what people think about when they think about fire you know like because mm-hmm. everyone's got a different relationship with all the different elements and like mm-hmm. If a super fiery person's like, just like, oh, it's no problem. You know, like mm-hmm. Mike is, Mike is a Leo rising and he's a lot of fire, like energy. And it's good. I think it's good. Like you said about your partner, like you're the only reason why we leave the house sort of a thing. <laughs> like Mike's the only reason why I probably have any friends still because <laughs> I'm so busy or like, you know, like it's just he likes people he likes to talk he likes to and mm-hmm. i sort of sometimes don't i have moments where brian i'm like is. i'm yeah. on but then i'm like ooh, i'm not that's very we call brian the mayor because he mayor? wants to talk to everybody get to know everybody shake all the hands kiss all the babies and i am like why are you talking to strangers <laughs> i'm like why are you being are so we... nice to people like michael so nice? do stuff and i'm like why'd you why are you so nice what right you doing? now <laughs> you're doing extra things Stop why making more friends <laughs> stop drawing attention freaking me out man yeah (laughs) and I think people are usually surprised to hear that about me because when it comes to my work yeah whether it's this podcast or like servicing clients like I'm very on like my brand color is red Mm -hmm. I am a performer and an Mm -hmm. entertainer at heart even though I am doing spiritual labor I do it in a way that amuses the people and I love that about me but the second the camera is off makeup wipe quiet <laughs> that's me okay. i am also a performer literally mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's what i do mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that because i can be a talkative gemini that i don't have a very deep introverted side yeah. that once i'm off we have duality I'm like in and out blanket no talky talk alone literally. i need a lot of alone time Mm-hmm. And I need a lot of time to recharge the battery pack mm-hmm. so that I can entertain and do these things. And like, it's, yeah. It's hard. Uh-huh. It's hard to manage. Yeah. I'm grateful that the kids are back in school and something that I am, even though I miss them and have anxiety about it all the time, but I did buy them little air tag watches so I can see them on the map constantly. Oh, that's great. Crazy. But no, I just need to know you... where they are all the time. I have These air tags on my dogs. Ra- okay. See? I get it. I'm a crazy dog mom. Like I get yeah. it. I put I air tags it. on the kids and I got the big one, a cell phone, but it's the kind that you can only call and text on. You can't. Mm-hmm. do any apps or anything like that um that's great because <laughs> we do what we got to do yeah. um but something that i am constantly trying to balance is like i also need a lot of alone time but i have two small children and these hours while they're at school i'm like i have to fill them with work i have to fill them with making money mm-hmm. and every year i set out to like be more intentional 
intentional about making time to just do nothing, to just do nothing while they're at school. And it's hard because I see open slots. I hear people wanting readings like I could use some extra money because late stage capitalism is expensive. Bread is $9. Like it's outrageous. And yeah. I have to consciously and constantly remind myself like, babe, you have to leave days open, like do nothing. And I can't remember if my mentor made the meme or like reposted it, but I remember seeing something about how like creatives need time to do absolutely nothing. I think I like, posted, reposted that. You posted it. Yeah. Okay. I didn't I make somebody it, but did. I reposted yeah. it. Like creatives need yes. time to do zero, zero. Yes. Like sleep, binge watch shows, eat, and not feel guilty about that time because we need it the same way we need to drink water. <laughs> yeah. 100% feel you. Mm -hmm. It's We can't keep the flame going all the time. We have yeah. to take rest. A reason why I don't want children of my own is because I know I would not do well with it. I need, I need like, I wouldn't, I don't want to, I don't want to, sh I need that time. Yeah. I, I, as me as an individual can't handle that response, yeah. additional responsibility. It's and a hard adjustment friend. <laughs> no, I can't, I can't even imagine like mm -hmm. respectfully, like I can't even mm -hmm. imagine. And, um, it freaks me out to think about, mm -hmm. but like even having a partner, good. even living with a partner that yeah. I'm around 24 seven and we work together and we are both mm -hmm. like, even that's a lot for me sometimes. Yeah. And my, I think fire people feed off of other people's energy. And what, from what I've experienced, like, like being around other people and like, they love it. They, they love, love it. They're like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I really, 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 really need a lot of alone time. So mm -hmm. that's, been an interesting like kind of struggle for me internally is like also not feeling guilty about it also being like yeah hey babe like can you stop talking to me without hurting me? your feelings <laughs> your watery and fiery feelings like can I can I just not be around you right now you know and I, it's so sad but it's like I really okay. no for real like I even feel bad because he's right here like but I love Sorry, him Mike. like we're together all the time but like I don't know. I feel guilty for that. I really do. I completely understand. Okay. So as I was getting ready for filming today, I'm like trying to like zone out with like reality shows, background noise, just fucking glue my eyelashes on, think about what we're doing. And like when I'm doing my makeup, like that's my, please don't talk to me. Mm -hmm. Like I just, I can't concentrate on both things. And my husband kept popping in and out going, can I show you this video? What do you think about this video? Did I show you this? Did you watch the video I sent you? And I was like, I'm sorry, I just miss you. And I'm like, oh my God, I love you. Wow. And I love that you love to be around me, but please stop talking to me. Yeah. Mike's covering his face with a notebook right now. <laughs> Cause he gets it. Yeah, no, it really like my time when I don't want anybody to talk to me is when I'm going to bed. Like, yeah. I'm not a person that's like, oh, let's gossip in bed. I'm like, I'm under my weighted blanket. It shall take me away to Valhalla. Like, I'm like, and he wants to I'm like. I'm already gone. He tickles me and so I'm like, can you just not exist during this time? Please. Please. But it's okay. It's fine. But like, it's, he's laughing. We love our fire partners. I'm sorry, babe. 
<laughs> yeah, but the, I need him. I need him I to need balance it. me out because otherwise I would I, be a recluse. <laughs> I would just be with some fucking idiot that like didn't ever want to do anything and like didn't push me as a mm -hmm. person because challenge of the me thing as a that person. my partner has done. Push. I just think mm -hmm. that fire energy is important for me to have yeah, as me absolutely. because I will be a little bit back in the. Sh I'll like sit back a little bit, mm -hmm. you know. Yes, and it's important. It's important, you know. I grew up. He's also older and it's hot. Sorry, okay, bye. and he's cute. And he's cute <laughs> and, and it's so kind of hot. All right, it's fine. <laughs> kind of like it, okay. <laughs> Um, but it's like sexual. I, I grew up in like many Latin American kids, we grew up with this understanding that you're seen and not heard. Not so much from my mom. My mom was very anti that like she was the first ancestral curse breaker. <laughs> um, but like IBS. my grandparents, the IBS, yeah. <laughs> the ABS, really. ABS, 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 I don't know. <laughs> I can't a, think. A cab ideas. Curse breaker. There's a lot of ACB. Yeah. Ancestral curse breaker. It's a lot of letters. Oh, ACB. ACB. We gotta do that on a T-shirt or something. ASB. ACB. ASB president. Breaker. No, ACB president. <laughs> like ASB. <laughs> We're gonna have a lot of new merch after we'll this episode. There. We got the penis <laughs> things and. I can't wait. Some really specialized niche yeah. items. I'm not kidding. <laughs> But, <laughs> oh my god we can make a bumper sticker acb yeah. president my child what about is a, a bumper sticker with hermes penis <laughs> yes right this way right this way sir <laughs> I as i was saying anyway sorry <laughs> i Your grew mom. up under like the this idea and all of my cousins like kids are seen and not heard you don't talk you don't talk back that's for damn sure mm -hmm. and like whatever you are respectful to all adults no matter how they treat you and my husband was the one who was like you know you don't have to take other people's shit right and i was like what sir what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> wow i'm sorry what and it was in becoming friends and then later partners with him that i realized like oh i'm allowed to stand up for myself oh, I'm allowed to say when I see things that are wrong. And because of him, like our kids take no shit, like from anyone, yeah. like they will stand up to a teacher and they're not disrespectful, but like they're, they're also cool not kids. gonna roll over and be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna let you treat me like shit. Absolutely not. Like Good. they stand up for their kids on the playground. They stand up for each other. They stand up for themselves. Even like with us, like I remember, <laughs> I don't remember what I said or what was going on, but, oh, they were like fighting because kids are like puppies, right? Like they like, nibble yeah. at each other's ears and I'm like trying to mediate and they look at me and they're like, don't talk to my sibling like that. And I was like, whoa, bro, <laughs> I like, thought I was helping. What? This is, a, okay, I'm not needed here. <laughs> it's like them versus us then. now. And I actually kind of, I kind of love that. It's like resolve it yourselves it. then. Yeah, exactly. Like, I love that I don't have to worry about them. Like, I was the type of kid that if somebody stole something from me on the playground, I'd be like, okay, it's theirs now. <laughs> yeah. But too. like the other day at school, somebody took Lola's tarot deck and Hunter went into every single classroom that was open and got it back. <laughs> Good. 
<laughs> Got it. Hunter was like, who took it? What were they wearing? I'll be right back. <laughs> that's amazing. And I think that's so cool. Cause me, if I were a first grader and somebody took my shit, I'd be like, I guess it's gone forever. <laughs> I was afraid to raise my hand in class. Like, no. Right? I was shy. And like, that's, shy. that is all fire energy. And I think that's radical. I think that's so cool. Yeah. Oh, radical. Fire really is the energy of radical change. Yeah. Burning something is a statement mm-hmm. for bad and good. Burning books, mm-hmm. burning people, mm-hmm. burning, burning flags, burning, burning flags, <laughs> bay leaves, herbs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's a statement it's to burn something. It's a radical something. statement. Absolutely. Absolutely. When you're saying something with fire, you're, you're saying, saying something. You're saying mm-hmm. something. If you do you're it with fire, some, and you want everybody to know it, and you want everybody to know it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fucking cool. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Right. For better or worse. Yeah. Absolutely. Damn. Fire. 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 Um, something else. This is reminding me of something I've been doing a lot of lately. Uh are exorcisms i've been doing them a lot more oh yeah just cash just doing exorcisms super cash it's kind of one of those if you know you know type of things i've never advertised it on my website that's for sure because there's still a lot of stigma and taboo around it and the truth is not every person who thinks they need an exorcism Mm -hmm. actually needs one but part of the process is that felicita my guide who's a water spirit really um and some of the other spirits will like remove these entities or energies from the client and she sticks them in she has this like old timey i guess cast iron stove mm-hmm. and she burns whatever she pulls out of you to ash and mm-hmm. then like puts it in the water and it goes down river and away from oh. you but i just feel like that's such a cool it's always a really cool image and i can always feel the fire next to me when she's doing it that like the way to release somebody of these attachments entirely is to burn them there's like this permanence Mm -hmm. in fire that's really cool it's like very alchemic you know Mm -hmm. the elements are like alchemic in different ways of fire is just like depending on the material like fire's like are you sure (laughs) i was like i don't know hope you're sure (laughs) and also like baking and things like like that you know are like recipes and baking mm. a muffin is fire yeah, you know like transforming things that's baking it we need to do it we're gonna do a kitchen witch episode we're gonna do a kitchen witch episode yeah i will say that's on the list my muffins <laughs> talk my muffin talk for that episode your muffins <laughs> yeah uh, but we would love to hear from you about your relationship to fire energy fire spirits so drop in the comments if you're watching this on youtube and tell us about your experiences Mm -hmm. with fire please do love to know yes or you can go to our website and fill out the submission form and send Mm -hmm. it in that way i actually have a few letters from people that came through yeah yeah do you want me to read one yeah let's read one please okay from the submission form from the submission form would love uh okay which one do i want to read i'll read the first one so thank you for sharing my spooky tales well first it said caitlin and laura 
Dear uh-huh. Caitlin and Laura, thank you for sharing my spooky tales on the podcast. Oh, this person shared on the hauntings our episode. season finale last our season finale. Season. I cannot wait to see all of the magic and amazing coordinating outfits you're cooking up for next season. Cooking up fire. There's one of them. On another note, Caitlin asked the name from the building of my story. Oh, this was the like camp one. Oh, I'm not going to say the name of the building until I research it and yeah. can provide like information. But she gave us the name of the of the building and says this town is sort of a place where it almost feels like time is stuck. There are a lot of people who unfortunately harbor a lot of hate filled values, which is part of the problem spiritually for sure. And the fact that everywhere you look, there's fast food chains, totally food deserts are real, food apartheid is real. I try to do Mm -hmm. some digging on my own and have not had much success. If you happen to discover anything else about it, please let me know. I'm so curious. There is a local medium named Timothy who mentions the building briefly in one of his books, but I've never met him, so I'm not sure what he's like. Discernment is key, especially around here. LOL. Thank you both, Sarah. Thanks, Sarah. That's so fun. Sarah, I'm going to dig into this and figure out more for you because I love a research project. (laughs) Yeah. How fun. Thank you for writing and following up. Thank you. Thank you, Sarah. Do we want to answer a question? Yeah, let's do a question. Okay, let's pick a question. We did this one already. Uh, Do you want to talk about ancestors? Here, okay, here's a good one. Are there any books that you recommend that aren't necessarily witchy? So not, not which specific books. Books that have helped you shift your spiritual perspective or books about the earth and the world around us that you recommend in general from Alex. So Alex, the first thing that comes to mind for me is actually perfect for the fire episode. The Alchemist, like read The Alchemist. Mm -hmm. The Alchemist is like my Bible. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I do a lot of book scrying from the alchemist, bibli- bibliomancy from bibliomancy. the alchemist, but it is just this beautiful poem about existence, existence in human form and the wild journeys that life in a human body is. And that it's kind of one of those books that you can turn to when everything feels really hard and you're kind of at a loss for faith. Um, I think The Alchemist is really, really, really magical. And that that is my number one like recommendation. When folks want to get started on their spiritual journey, I'm like, start with this work of fiction. That's amazing. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, love, I love actually finding inspiration from books that aren't um, witchy. Uh, a big one Me right too. now is Rick Rubin's book. What is it called? The Creative Act by Rick Rubin is amazing for any creative person just to understand and hear from like another creative person how to harness it, how to, how it works. Like it a very, he's a very like Zen kind of dude. He's a music producer. If you don't know, if anyone doesn't know who Rick Rubin is. Um, and he just, 
it lives creativity. And as a person who also lives being a creative, I really appreciate his perspective. And like, mm. it's just a really cool book. Um, and also, well, Trickster makes this world, of course, the book that started this podcast. I haven't yes. actually finished it yet. I haven't finished it yet either. It's dense. It's dense, <laughs> but it's really interesting. Um, it's a really interesting mm -hmm. look at Trickster in different ways. And uh, one I'm reading currently um, to brush up on my witch trials knowledge for the episode we're going to do this season is called the delusion of satan Ooh, that sounds good and it's it was written in i think 99 or 2000 but it's about how the witch trials actually happened what were the actual yeah. motives behind it and how it relates to the world today and like what we deal with in our society and like it it it's really a human issue it's not uh, has nothing mm -hmm. to do with actual witchcraft and we'll get more into that but a delusion mm. of satan very good very cool book um i can't remember who wrote it right now but yeah that's sort of the sort of the vibe right now i also I love really that. love my goosebumps books and i have a i've been because i have a children's publisher now i've been researching a lot of children's books and revisiting my favorites and like i love a goosebumps book mm. I loved Goosebumps. Nice life lessons in a Goosebumps <laughs> book. I really love Shel Silverstein's Where the Sidewalk Ends. Oh, I love Where the Sidewalk Ends. There are limericks. There The Giving oh, Tree the giving fucks tree. me up every time I read it. Mm. The Giving Tree is an excellent, excellent book. Yeah. It's spiritual even. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Though these books are like magical and mm -hmm. Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, another one of my favorites. Oh, those ones scare me. They were scary. the one where, like, she has a pimple on her face and then it and explodes spiders. and spiders come yeah. out? Yeah. yeah. We'll never forget. Yeah. The illustrate. <laughs> it's just, yeah. The I, illustrations are wild I in am, those. I'm very inspired by, like, my childhood right now and, like, mm -hmm. books that I liked and things like that because I'm writing. Mm -hmm. So, Yeah. Something else I've been really enjoying, I actually got this set for Lola over the summer, but it's like a bunch of these books that are focused on different, I guess, topics. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but one is like uh, crystals, rocks, minerals, and geology. The other one is like space. Oh, the other cool. one is like, like science like stuff. Super, yeah, like sciencey yeah. stuff. But there's something undeniably spiritual about learning about how oh, our yeah. Earth works yes like it is just so exciting to me and it's kind of like what did einstein say like someone the more someone studies the stars the more undeniable it is mm -hmm. that there's a higher power mm -hmm. yeah um at the center of it all and like that's how i feel when i read about like oh just like gravity and shit it's <laughs> stars and shit there are I'm things like, oh, that's so like that is magic <laughs> there was another episode of that series called unknown um on netflix about this i forgot what it was called but it was about this like space shuttle launch that was like an impossible mission with like 300 mm -hmm. things that could go wrong at any moment and they were successful and they were doing it because time space time you can tra time travel in space because mm -hmm. light takes a long time to get to us and shit i don't know but yes. like 
you can time travel, send something back literally in time. And they sent this thing. They were trying to get back to our moment of creation, meaning the Big Bang, mm -hmm. when a star exploded and then our universe, like they're trying to get back to that moment yeah. to see, to confirm or to know like what happened. And it went back. I can't remember if it got all the way back, but it was taking pictures of it. It's wild. And it's like, they're like, you know, all the, all the scientists are like, oh, that's a spiral and it's a red knot and all these like, they're like, oh my God, they're like crying. And I was just like, these people understand what this is. And it's just, it's wild. Cause we're like literally made from stars. I not know, star isn't it seeds. so cool? Stars. That like, doesn't mean we're, we're star seeds. How cool is that that we are all stardust? We like, are, that our teeth are made from, it, it really does. Mm-hmm. Still not a star seed. It's fine. Still but not like, a star seed. <laughs> but we are. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy. It's Being so cool. human is crazy. I know. So anyway, that's a I really know. cool the the one about the the hominid the, that I think it was Neraldi. Homo Neraldi is the species mm -hmm. name that they discovered. That made me I gotta watch emotional. That. It was like, yeah. oh my and there was this really beautiful like animation that went with it of like the them you know the how they might look and how they might have acted and like them <sighs> yeah they're they're basically they were like their urge to bury the dead means that they loved each other yes the urge to bury <sighs> and to have right means that you love you love each other and having love and emotion enough to it was yeah mm. you need to watch that I love that. It, you would really like it. It was very beautiful and just and like, like big picture shit. Mm -hmm. yeah. <sighs> I was really surprised how well how well done it was. I was like, usually I'm Magic. like, usually I watch those ones where it's like, we're going to the tomb of blah, blah, blah. And then they just like do some stupid shit. And I'm like, like popcorn. The corny reenactments. <laughs> well, like these woods are haunted is super, super corny. That's the other one about the, I will watch I'm a lot curious. of, I watch a lot of haunted television it's, i know you do <laughs> but this one was really good the unknown yeah. series on netflix was really good so i'm going to look into that for sure yeah well anyway this has been a magically fiery episode yes thank you thank you and thank you for tuning into third eye bind be sure to leave us a message on the third eye line bye bye thank you so much for listening you can follow the podcast at Third Eye Bind Pod on Instagram. There, submit your questions via the Third Eye line by sending us a voice message or a text DM. The show is available wherever you listen to podcasts and for you to watch on YouTube. Get early access to episodes and even monthly one-on-one -on -one sessions with us by joining our Patreon. Find us at patreon.com slash Third Eye Bind. Third Eye Bind is produced and edited by Mike Realm. Hosted by Caitlin Grania and Laura Wong. Music by Mike Realm. Set design by Laura Wong. You can find Laura on Instagram at Lady Moon Co. And you can find Caitlin at caitlin.grania. <laughs>